Alright, let's go. <clears throat> this podcast contains, uh, explicit language, adult beverages, delicious tobacco, and, what's that say? Flagrant misuse of dice? What does that even mean? Who the hell wrote this? To hell with it. I need a drink. Huh? Oh, okay, whatever. <clears throat> this is the Dice and Pipes podcast. Like the mighty army is sweeping through Hans the Bear. Coming to you from the West Cabin, this is the Dyson Pipes radio program coming to you. Oh, oh, oh boy. For the week of April 6th, 2020. I'm Brian. Hi, Chris. My bad. I'll do the show standing. Why don't you stand up? No. Stretch it out. Excuse me. I this, hold on. This is oh, tight. Oh, so tight. I think I got it. Yeah, that's not going to come out. I'm sorry. Good. You also, but I don't think you'll be able to rotate it. I think you, oh, okay, fuck me. Yeah, I did enough. All right. I've, I've, oh, well, okay, you're standing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. It's thrown off your game. <laughs> yeah, Should I sit down? I'll no, just, no, you know, no, 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 I'm no, 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 no. I'm going to deal with it. I want you to, no, 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 we, we both have to be professional here. Ow. God damn it. What if you just sit erect? Okay. <laughs> I, I'm trying. I'm trying. What if you sit hunched? No, hunched is fucking hunched is bad. Sideways. Uh, a lot of shifting is going to go on today. There's going to be a lot of a lot of boom arm manipulation, manipulation, and, and noises that reverberate into the uh, background of the show. You know, this is supposed to be a happy day, Chris. Where it, is it? We're launching Shadowrun on the other side. Yeah. It's supposed to be happy times. And you showed up. You ditched me yesterday. Well, that's fucked up. You're gonna bring that up on the show, huh? I, you did. Well, you're right. I did. I, in all fairness, I did. I had to kill bioterrorists by myself. Leave no man behind. <laughs> but you can't leave him behind if you never get there. But exactly. If I was never there, <laughs> there was nobody to ever leave behind. Oh, God. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, YouTube. YouTube? Whatever. Oh, we're getting there. Yeah. Dyson Pipes. Uh, the Dyson Pipes podcast subreddit. Uh, Maybe if I didn't get so drunk like when I get home from work. I can work on putting this out on YouTube. Well, whatever. We'll get there. One We're day. both wearing blue. There's a lot of blue in here today. You have a blue water bottle. Yeah. You're wearing a blue zip-up uh, North Face. Mm-hmm. I have a blue Under Armour hoodie. Got a fucking blue uh, slide whistle. Yep. Got some fucking blue balls. You know what I'm saying? I, yes, the Corona, you know? And that's what's doing it. A lot of fapping. I, I think that's what I've learned. A lot this. of what? Fapping. That's, that's what the kids are calling it these days. What's fapping? I guess jerking off. Oh, okay. A lot of fapping. A lot right. of memes out there with like... like People I, working out their dick beaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of masturbation memes. Ah, okay. Uh, um, we have a lot to get to today, despite our dour moods. Uh, but first, I want to start with the previous 24 hours in our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would love nothing more than to start with you. What do you want to know? Just how were the last 24 hours? Yeah, everything was going good when we left work. And then you ruined my day. You ruined my day. Okay. We I, started at how? How you ask? 
I'm, I'm glad you asked. We went into a, uh, a program that I guess you used to watch as a child. <laughs> That's going to be part of what I talk about today. Um, I believe that was called what, Mr. Wizard? Yeah, we, Mr. Wizard's World. Yeah. So we started watching that, which I think I equated that to a uh, like a ripoff of Bill Nye, the science guy. I, I did make the hypothetical... No, not hypothetical. I did hypothesize that Mr. Wizard, whoever the fuck he is, his real name is definitely found on some sort of uh, state police sex registry. Yeah. He definitely looks like a kid toucher. Yes. He's a fucking pedophile. Just like, what was that? The Frugal Gourmet. Yeah. Jeff Smith. Yeah. I'm, I'm convinced the two of them are cut from the same cloth. I wonder if they had like a little camper together. What was that? Because somebody couldn't take the virus anymore. Oh, I think so. This truck just pulled out and I think somebody uh, got cut off by it at a aggressively uh, step on the brakes. Nothing like having a big old dump truck pull up as soon as we start recording. Whatever. That's it a day. <laughs> what a- All right. So somehow I ruined your day. No, you just, you started my day off on a very interesting first step. Okay. Right. I, I think that's fair. I'm usually, I'm very excited. Well, cause uh, Mr. Wizard wasn't the worst part. Because that parlayed into no, the- no, no. You were scratching the surface. Like, what do they say? Like, ninety percent of the iceberg is underwater. No, yeah. you just you. We just covered the tip <laughs> with uh, with Mister Wizard. Then we that parlayed into uh, one of the worst renditions of a song I've I've ever no, seen no, no. in my that life. That parlayed into the intro for David the Gnome. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Which then parlayed into Sharon Lois and Bram. Now, mind you, for the listener, like all three of these shows, I've never heard of. <laughs> Um, and I think when we researched Mr. Wizard, I think it said that it was on from like 83 to 91. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you know, I was young. It's not like I was old at that point. So like 83, yeah, I would have been a a little kid. Like I would have, uh, probably watched it, but cooking hot dogs with forks. We, I didn't, I didn't have Nickelodeon. Wow. You know, we just had fucking like the old UHF VHF TV. I was a rich rich white kid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, I was poor fucking white boy from Brooklyn, you know? So well, you city folk didn't have the uh, the Nickelodeon. My my friend, uh, our yeah. friend Sam, didn't have Nickelodeon. Well, either. I don't think it was available. As a matter of fact, what I like remember, Netflix. like Netflix, which we're going to get into that because I'm going to start pro. I do not want them in my area, <laughs> uh, but we'll talk about that on the uh, on the Shadowrun side. Um, what I remember as a kid was we had this box, and it was like the HBO box, and you would hit this button. And it would switch over, like somehow you'd put it to like channel three and you would hit this button and it would bring you over to, uh, to HBO and you would be able to watch HBO. And then I guess somewhere along the lines was the whole uh, like Skinamax. Everybody ah, yeah. remembers Skinamax. Well, we used to try to watch Skinamax through like the broken lines on the yeah, TV yeah, of course. to watch yeah. porn. So every once in a while you see a nipple or anything yep. like that. Well, my day yesterday was nowhere near as exciting as my childhood trying to see tits through like the tracking lines on a fucking VCR. So we went from Mr. Wizard to this fucking gnome who was a little touchy-feely. Yeah. Um, that was an obnoxious song. We also watched something about these elephants. That's that Sharon, one? Lois, and Bram. Sharon? Lois. Lois. And Bram. Bram. Yeah. Like uh, Bram Stoker. Oh, okay. Good, good. And then, and then what do we end on? Oh, is that the one with the song? Yeah. Yeah, it's the same, same people. <sighs> Can we just move beyond that? Because I, yes. I know it's coming. <laughs> I know it's coming. Can I just briefly say, if you haven't yes. seen this, please look it up on yeah. YouTube. Look at the ending. I guess it's like the ending song. Yeah. And go ahead, Brian. What do they sing? Uh, Skin and Marinky Dinky Dink. Mm-hmm. Good. 
Spin it. Skid him a rinky dinky dink. Yep. Okay. So I had to listen to that. I had to listen to that in the car. Brian played the whole song. <laughs> Could, couldn't just get like a flavor. You're just staring at me to get out of your car. Yes, and I, I just wouldn't. I wanted you to leave. <laughs> I wanted you to leave. Maybe subconsciously it it upset me so much. Maybe that's why I didn't go on. <laughs> the division yeah, when I got in. All Holy right, so you shit. get home. So I get home. The wifey's working, right? Um, I mean, she's fortunate enough. I know I know we joke around about this whole coronavirus thing, but in, in all seriousness, there's obviously a lot of people that are out of work. Really? Uh, some, at least in our area. Uh, she's fortunate enough that she actually can, uh, can actually both of our wives. Well, why are they out of work? I don't understand. I, a couple of coughs, you know? People don't know how to cover their fucking mouths. Oh, okay. And uh, So they're, they're, they're quitting. So they don't get exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, from what I understand, I remember reading the New York Times and Vox, and they said this is nothing. So I'm still sticking with that. I think the Dyson Pipes radio program said it was nothing as well. Well, that's because I read mainstream media. So I do everything that they tell me to do. So I just, I follow suit. So th- there's nothing going on in the world right now. Everything that you see is is overblown and taken out of proportion. And because of that, the, the overreaction to COVID-19 Mind you, I've never heard of 1 through 18, but the overreaction to one COVID-19 is causing people to be forced to work from home. Ah. So now it's disrupting my day. <laughs> it's, it's fucking up my day. She's home. She's like, the way that she's using her computer, it like, it overlooks the family room where my PlayStation is. So I feel, feel very self-conscious. You what? Fucking bullshit on my back. On Dyson Pipes, when you fuck up your words, you find yourself in a roll-to-drink situation. Here in the D&D side of things, we'll be rolling 1d20, anything higher than a 10. Chris is saved from having to drink. I'll drink my four roses single barrel. Ah, we have four roses in the bottle and in the glass and now in the mouth. (sighs) Hair of the dog, as they say. Hair of the dog. Yes. So so now I I can't really go on and, and play my video games. Which really so now me. she's doing like a like a FaceTime kind of thing on the computer, yeah, almost like video conferencing right. sort of thing, FaceTime, why, right? And she sits at the kitchen table, and she's at the kitchen table. Now, mind you, there's four chairs at the kitchen I was table. Just gonna ask nope. you, why not just change chairs? No, has to sit at the one that has where I want to hang out in the background. So now it's got to disrupt my lifestyle. Mind you, she's disrupting my lifestyle yeah. because usually when I come home, she's at work, right? So that's my fucking house at that hour. Why? Why don't you just sit in the family room in your boxers and nothing else well, and the I, horse mask? I, Dude, you know what? Actually, I think I'm going to do that on Monday. <laughs> I'm going to do that on Monday. She's going to be on a call. I'm just going to walk into the family room naked with a horse mask on <laughs> and just start playing fucking division. And let's see what she does. Uh, balls in your court, wifey. <laughs> see what happens. So uh, I attempted to go on. And the next thing you know, I found myself snuggling up to a uh, nice bottle of monkey shoulder. Ah. And it just was fucking all downhill from there. All downhill. What do you mean? Oh, I just, I started drinking heavily. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then when I realized that I, I was having a, a very difficult time, I was I was just very self-conscious because we start to talk, right? We play, I put the headset on, we start talking, and now she's already scolded me for using foul language right. as I talk because she Which doesn't. is weird because we don't usually, uh, we usually keep a highbrow when we talk together. Well, the etiquette is just yeah. far above and beyond. You, we, you, you would think that we're using the same radio er- etiquette that like the Navy SEALs do. Correct. I'm, I'm sure they're you know very. Uh, I don't, really, when I'm not on this radio program, I only speak in Morse code. Dot dot dash dash, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you you sequestered yourself. So, so I had to move. 
I, I just, I couldn't do it. So I took me, my glass, and my bottle, and I went upstairs. Okay. And uh, you know, I played bass. I used to be in a band. So I was like, you know what? That'll give me something to do. Like me. Yeah, yeah. except I actually physically touched an instrument. I, um, I did. I did a, too. Not a picture of one. No, I touched an instrument before. Where? Like Guitar Center? <laughs> And then it stayed there. I well, I'm just I'm just asking. Um, anyway, long story short, started fucking around with that drink after drink after drink. Uh, went downstairs at one point. The wifey was like, "What are you doing? Why are you drinking so much?" I'm like, "Look, this is my routine. All right, you're you're fucking you're encroaching now. All right, just do your work. I'm doing mine. This is my job." And the next thing you know, I fell asleep in bed with my bottle of monkey shoulder. Excellent. Oh, and and just to say, as as if things didn't get worse after listening to you uh, play for me and then sing Skidamarinky Do, I, as I get home, went to go get the mail, and as I step out of my car, I fucking throw my back out. I'm like a fucking 70-year-old man. How'd you throw your back out getting out of the car? Dude, I have no idea. I guess I was so excited to get the mail. I have no clue. <laughs> This government check is coming. Like, I want fucking yeah. cash, and I want it now. It's like J.G. Wentworth. J.G. Wentworth. 877 cash now. Skin and marinky, dinky dink, skin and marinky do. I know it's coming. I love oh, you. As if the suicide rate isn't high enough. Wow, have you been practicing? Wow. Wow. You, <laughs> you, since you yesterday. And in the afternoon, I love you in the evening and underneath the moon. I love you. Oh. There we go. We got like the hardcore version of Skin Marink. So, so what you're saying mm-hmm. in in totality yes. is my culture assimilating into your blood set you on a collision course with throwing your back out. No, uh, if I had to word it, I would say um, the cells in my body rejecting the poison <laughs> that you were attempting to feed me uh-huh. caused me to have a bad day. Okay. Well, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Well, it is your fault. So, uh, I don't care. Uh, I had <laughs> a very weird day um, yesterday. So, uh, to remind those who may have forgotten or those that don't know, we work overnight like fucking vampires, like weirdos. Uh, so, by the time we get home, it's usually, and with the, there's something going on out in the world. I'm not sure quite what it is, but there's no cars in the road. So well, uh, Joe Biden did say that 150 million people have died from gun violence. So I guess that just happened right. in the past couple of weeks. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we usually get home around like nine ish. Um, and usually like on our Friday, uh, which isn't necessarily always a Friday. It could be any day. Uh, it depends on how our schedule works. On our last one, I'll usually take a little nap. Uh, I'll usually go on the division. Or whatever the game du jour is. Uh, those might remember uh, it used to be Diablo 3. Yes. Uh, for a little while, it was Ghost Recon, Wildlands, and Breakpoint. Currently, it's uh, it's The Division. Uh, so I went on waiting for my, my co-pilot. Yes. Never showed up. 
So I did great. Um, really good mm-hmm. rolls. You missed a good time. Um, God, fucking thumb in the eye, huh? I'm just saying it was a good time. Had by all, and by all I mean me. So I'll usually play for like an hour or two, and then I'll, I'll take a nap uh, so I can enjoy the rest of my day off. This particular day, mm-hmm. uh, the wife was into watching older movies okay. with the kids. Um, we kind of gave them a little bit of break from homeschooling. We stopped them at like noon uh, after her work was done because she too is working from home for some reason. I'm not sure why. Uh, so the first film up was Harry and the Hendersons. Harry and the Hendersons. Terrible movie. Even like my recollection of that movie watching it, because when did that come out in the 90s? Uh, 87. Wow. That was the 80s. Obviously, 87 was in the 80s. Um, <laughs> my <laughs> my recollection of that movie is that it's that it sucked. Yeah. The, the, the only the only I think uh, the only thing that I was entertained by in that movie was John Lithgow. I am a big John Lithgow fan. I like that guy. Super tall, by the way. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I met him in person. Yep, I met him once. But usually when you meet somebody, you do meet them in person. You know, I didn't meet him on a conference call. Right, right. You know, How'd you meet him? Uh, I was, um, I, I didn't share this story on the on the air. I know you told me. I don't know if I can't remember if I said it. it. Anyway, I used to work in, uh, I, I used to work for somebody who was actually important in life. He had station, I think is what they call that. And uh, he had a meeting with John Lithgow. You worked with Crazy Eddie? Dude, that's funny. My family... Well, let's not even get into that. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) A little nervous there. I... Um, I had the opportunity to to run into him based on a like a work thing. And okay. as he walked into my boss's office, I just happened to be sitting down at the desk that was positioned at the door because we were a bunch of fucking clowns. So uh, we were just hanging out. We were, uh, you know, fucking around. And in walks John Lithgow. And as he walks in, he goes, hey, I'm John Lithgow. I'm here to see my boss. And I just looked him in the eye and said, holy shit, you're fucking tall. And he just looked at me like I was insane, <laughs> totally insane. Not, oh, hey, Mister Lithgow, let me go get my boss for you. No, nope. you're John Lithgow. You're fucking tall. That was that was my. Interaction he probably appreciated that. I hope so, because I can't imagine many people greet him that way. Yeah. So I'm hoping, even to this day, as a, I'm sure he is a listener of this podcast. Now it's gonna it's gonna connect. He's gonna go that silky smooth voice. I remember that. I remember that fucking creepy little bastard with yep. his beady little eyes. And that fucking pasty skin that he has. <laughs> that translucent looking <laughs> motherfucker. I think that guy was in powder. I I, uh, I met Mick Foley. Nick Foley? No, Mick Foley. Oh, I thought you said Nick Foley. No, Mick Foley. N- not Nick Nolte. Ni- no, Mick Foley, the wrestler. Nicholas Cage. Uh, and he was with his agent or publicist or something on the streets of Manhattan. And I, he comes out of the Newsweek building. And we just kind of almost bump into each other on the sidewalk. Now I'm just staring at him. And he looks at me. Then I look at the publicist. Publicist is looking at me. I look back to Mick. Publicist looks at Mick. Mick looks at the publicist. I look back at the publicist. I look back at Mick. <laughs> Big fan. And I just kept walking. That's it. Starstruck. Like a fucking child. Just a bunch of shifty fucking eyes in the streets of Manhattan. It almost reminds me of the... Uh, so basically the three of you recreated the scene, the ending scene of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Yes. Oh, 
Kong. Yes. Everybody's just yeah. fucking Blondie and uh, shit. What were their characters? Blondie, Tuco, and the fucking uh, the other guy. The guy who was actually cool because he smoked a pipe. Mm, yes. Van Cleef, I think he was in real life, but I forget his, uh, his Dutch name. Vanderlyn. Yes. Yes. Dutch Vanderlyn. Go get Tuco, Dutch. Uh, the only other celebrity I ever met. I got a big kiss around the cheek. Right here on the left cheek from none other mm-hmm. than Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. High as balls. You. He was high as balls. I think seeing dragons and shit that weren't there and <laughs> he, <laughs> true to life, had a big clock hanging from his neck and he just, how oh, much going on, man? What? And just gave me a kiss around the cheek. Uh, Santenza. That was his name. Ah. Flavor Big clock around his neck. Yeah. He was kicked out of Public Enemy recently. I don't know what that means. He was kicked out of the band or the group. I don't know what the fuck they call themselves. The posse. The posse. Yeah, yeah. The the gang. (laughs) Probably. Like, serious gang. Well, that's too bad. My heart goes out to you, Flav. All right. I'll pull one out for you. Uh, So after uh, Harry and the Hendersons, uh, we moved on to Aliens, which is the sequel to Alien. So you started with Aliens. Why not start with Alien? I and watched why Alien. the transition from Harry and the Hendersons to Aliens? She pick, I pick. Oh, okay. So now yeah. we're alternating picks. Yeah. So why did you skip over Alien? I watched Alien a couple days ago. Okay. So you're just now just I bought this huge movie pack on mm-hmm. the PlayStation Store uh, of Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, Alien Resurrection, Alien Covenant, and Prometheus, and mm-hmm. Predator, Predator 2. Predators and the Predator. Okay. All all of which, by the way. Except for Prometheus, not a big fan. But outside like, of that movie. I were, that's funny because I was just about to say that's probably my favorite movie out of all of them. Wow, really? Prometheus, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was so cool. But I all right, let me check that. It's not my favorite movie out of all of them. But I would say it's definitely how many movies is that? That's like seven movies, eight movies? It, it's probably in my top three. Oh, which one's your top one? The Predator. Yeah. Original? Of course. Dylan! Yeah, yeah. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Predator. Yeah, maybe Aliens, and then then maybe Alien, and then Prometheus. Okay. I am a, a, a big mark for a Predator. I love the Predator, mm. uh, which is why I'm so disheartened that the new Predator video game sounds like it's not going to be very good. I didn't even know that they're releasing one. Yeah. It's called uh, Predator Hunting Grounds. Oh, okay. It's a 4v1. Four people play as human soldiers. One person plays as the Predator. Oh, and you fucking track them down and kill them. Yeah. Oh, so this is very similar to that Friday the 13th game. It's made by the same people. Oh, so that sounds like it's going to be great. Uh, So if they had an open beta, so I'll hold my judgment. But uh, the biggest complaint about it is it feels like a PlayStation 3 shooter. What? And... It's boring playing as the Predator. And it's easy to kill the Predator. That's stupid. That shouldn't be. Now, that they might. Ease, that's all a bunch of stuff that could probably easily be changed. Oh, no. How am I going to bend over and pick this up? You want me to get it for you? I'll no. Get, no, I got no, it. I'm I don't need to get it. For no, you. you're going to be between it. my legs. It's going to be very. Yeah, I got it. it for you. I got I'm it. Go. No, no, no. I'm, I'm up. Ow! Ow! Ah! I got it. <sighs> oh, let me put my shit back together. <sighs> Do if, not do that again. No, I, I no. You're right. I should. I gotta pull my chair in a little closer. But I'm like, I'm I'm constantly moving. Just stand up. All right. Let me stand up. Yeah. Um, Stretch it out. If that game, excuse me. 
if that game had followed what Ghost Recon Wildlands had done when they introduced Predator, that Predator would not be fucking hard, uh, would not be easy to yeah. kill. Yeah. It'd be fucking impossible. I don't understand how we can't just make a good Predator game. Here's here's yeah. what you do. Take Grand Theft Auto V mm-hmm. and reskin it as the Predator. And your ship crashes, all your equipment goes around, you play missions to get your equipment back, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you just fucking destroy a city. Yeah, I would love that. That's how you play. How did, how did, how did, how did, what the fuck? 15. So maybe that's your new roll style. Yeah. You've been doing pretty good with that. Yeah. Until you're going to do that one day and you're going to launch it right into my eye. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm probably still going to get this game because I'm a fucking idiot. Of course. An you're, idiot. A, you're a mork. But that's what you are. I, you should fucking be happy because I test out all these games. And then tell you which ones we should play. Then you don't listen to me for like a year. And then I finally get yeah. it. When they're like, three dollars. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then I motherfuck myself. Like, why didn't I get this game yeah. earlier? So. Uh so yeah, after Aliens, then mm-hmm. we watched uh Predator Two. Okay. Was it Predator Two? One of the Predator movies. I forget which one. Then at that point, uh all of my quarantined family was asleep on the couch. So now, that's a home at, run at now. this point I've been up for like thirty hours. Okay. So I'm like, oh, I'm fucking tired. So I get everyone up, get them into the bed, and as I'm going to turn off the PlayStation, I hear boom, boom, and I look up, install file complete. Oh, I thought you were watching Law and Order. No. Da, 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 da. Oh, why did I? Why? <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm so sorry. I'm very sorry. I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> uh, I heard a little ding, ding on the PlayStation as as I'm going to push the off button, and I look up at the screen, install file, DayZ complete. Now, it's worth noting that while all this shit has been going on, obviously I'm joking, I know what's going on out in the world. I've been very much into these, like, isolated... What was that? It's all over. The fuck is going on? Oh. He's doing his chores. Good. (laughs) I saw Barry, by the way. Uh, Hold on. You saw Barry? Yeah. Where? Uh, he was walking around in between the compound and the west cabin. I'm assuming going into the computer room. So now for two weeks, this mother, he's been dodging me. I think he was just fucking with you. Why would you fuck with me and then hide from me? Uh, what? What? I don't even want to fuck. Oh, God. I don't even want to talk about him. I'm, 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 I don't know. Anyway. Um, <sighs> he's probably still around somewhere. Whatever. Uh, so then I ended up playing Daisy until... Four in the morning. Four a.m. Yeah. You played Day Z until four o'clock in the morning. So now let, let's figure this out. What time did you wake up the day before? Maybe like seven p.m. to get ready for work. Uh, no, I usually get up around like six. Okay, six o'clock. So that's what twenty-four hours to six, thirty hours to midnight. So you're up for thirty-four hours. Yeah. And then I take it after you fell asleep at four o'clock in the morning, you probably slept like very late today. No, I got up at seven when the wife had to check in with work. So you got three hours of sleep. Uh, yeah, well, I fell back asleep for like an hour. Then I woke up and texted you to see how you were making out. Oh. Um, but man, these fucking games. Mm-hmm. So what was the update? Uh, I'm not quite sure because it's been months since I've played. Mm. Um, that's a game that I would more enjoyed watching than playing. Uh, there, there, There's Barry right there. He's having, some, he's having himself some lunch. Hey, you. Hey, don't go anywhere. 
He's having lunch. Looks like chicken salad. I hope it's raw and he gets sick. You're going to get worms. <laughs> uh, but I know at least one of the updates was uh, community servers launched on PlayStation. So I was able to find okay. a server that was 24 hours of daylight. Well, that's that's pretty solid. Yeah. That's pretty solid. Now, again, I've never played this game before. Oh, by the way, do you think Barry recognizes the fact that I'm standing? No. Standing and doing the show. Do you think maybe he would make an investment into one of those um, those like height adjustable desks? I mean, to be fair, that, that, we never really brought that up in any way. As a fucking producer of a show with the experience that he told us that he had when we hired him, you would think that this would be something that he would recognize, considering the work environment that we're in, right? Right. You know, there's a lot of like physical labor sometimes that we have to do at work. And, you know, unfortunately, uh, I didn't pull my back out at work. I pull my back out getting out of the car to get mail. But he doesn't know that. Right. He sees me stand like we should get one of those like sit stand desks. I feel like I should stand with you. No, I don't want you to stand with me. I stand in solidarity. <laughs> anyway. So let me get this straight. So now, Daisy, this is a game that I've never played. I think I've only watched like one or two videos on it. This is a, uh, a survival game where you start, you're just dropped into this map. I believe you had told me before this takes place in some like nondescript area of Russia. Yes. And the purpose of this game is there are zombies strewn across the map. You are basically start with nothing. And Correct. You now have to go and scavenge for clothing, food. No, you have. I, you start with like a hoodie and jeans. Okay, but like armor. Do you get armor in this game? Or there's no. Uh, armor? Yeah, there's like a body armor. Like okay, a so you police can find, flak jackets and stuff like that. All right, so you can get you can get armor, weapons, um, food, water, uh, preferably bottled water that's sealed. Yeah, make sure um, it's sealed. Yeah, otherwise you end up throwing up until you die. That's terrible. Or you throw up until you get frustrated and then shoot yourself in the head with a shotgun. You you go all <laughs> Kurt Cobain yeah. and end it. All right. So this is just a survival game with numerous other players on this map and zombies. Yep. So now what was the issue with this night cycle? So how did the original cycle of the game go? If you're saying that they switched it to like this 24-hour day I think it was like four hours day, four hours night, something okay. like that. Or maybe three hours night, four hours day, whatever. And it was very frustrating to play in the, in the yes. nighttime. Yes, yes. Because like if you didn't start the game during the day and by coincidence found like good at night time equipment mm -hmm. in my opinion at least on the console like you'd be fucked like you can't adjust the brightness of the game okay. they do it on purpose right so your starting inventory is usually one piece of food one illuminating object uh like a road flare or uh, a chem light or like a, one of those things that you snap and it turns green yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh and i think that's it okay and you just start going. Okay. Now, I would think, right, you're in a survival game. There's other people on there. They have weapons and shit. I'm sure you can get, like, pistols and, and rifles mm -hmm. and sniper rifles and shit like that. Wouldn't that, as a beginner player, put you at a disadvantage if you're illuminating your position and there's a sniper out there that just wants to fucking troll people? Yes. So that can become very frustrating. Now, this is the type of game that you accrue all these supplies, but and if what, you like, die, when you, you spawn, lose everything. Correct. Yeah, fuck that game. So when you spawn in, you usually spawn in on the coast, and all the good shit, theoretically, I think is in the middle of the map. Now, the thing is, most people don't have a hard time because they play the game a lot, and they learn the map just by playing the game. They recognize landmarks, and they know which direction they need to go. Right. I'm very inexperienced in the game, so I don't know anything in the map. Right. Um, 
and they probably know this game better than what exists outside of their mom's basement. Probably, yeah. yes. Like, for example, I have... Do I still have it? Let me see. Let me go into my cellular device. Uh, yep. IZ I, Survive. And this is this is the game map. So this is an app that you have on your phone? Yeah. Or is this a website? Uh, it's an app. Okay. So, so that is the app. game map. And what, what does it tell you? Does it tell you, like, like points of interest that you need to go to to, you like, can get put, supplies? Yeah, you can put stuff on it. Um like well locations to get fresh water and stuff like that. But everyone recommends not using it because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. half the fun of the game is kind of learning your way around the map. So I don't really use it. Also, it's all in Russian. So really so when, when you go around the map, the landmarks or any markings that you come across, any writing on it is in Russian. Correct. Okay, well, you have Google Translate on your phone. I'm yes. curious to know if you use that, if it actually will tell you yeah. what it says. They recommend doing that. Yeah. To break your phone out and use Google Translate. Yeah. Why don't they just put it in fucking English? Because it's not. It, it takes place in in Russia. Well, make Daisy it's very too. realistic. Really, isn't it? Yes, they simulate Russian society. Is it cold? And everybody yes. just walks around drinking. Yes, vodka? it's always cold. Yes, mm. I've gotten like hypothermic almost every Get time I played. Here. Yes. Oh shit! And I was being a wise ass. Okay. All right. Good. So how? So you play this until four o'clock in the morning? Yes. How far did you get? There's no like getting far. I did all right. You know, I got a, I got a couple of guns, a couple of magazines, some so bullets. There's no beating the game. No. What's the point of playing this game? Just to see how long you can survive. For I guess. It. Yeah. It's it, listen. It's hard to explain. You either you either get it or you don't. Oh, you're saying I just don't get it. Correct. That, that's what you're saying. Yeah. I, I just, you're, you know what I'm talking about because you're one of those fucking Dark Souls people. No, no, no. You're, good. You're, you're telling me that I just I I'm not I'm not there. Mentally to, to fully understand yes. what's going on in this Your game. Your prefrontal cortex is not developed <laughs> enough. Oh, so it is my parents' fault now. It's your, it's more your genes and your lineage. <laughs> oh my, God, my lineage. <laughs> you and your fucking <laughs> your family's weak back. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> you got me there. I I have no excuse. Um, oh, by the way, we talked about what we were drinking. Um, Point out to the listener, I have my uh, oh yes my uh, Rossi uh, Rubino author pipe, and I packed in it that fucking gaslight, dude. I'm 100 percent with you. I don't know what it is about this, but it is not. It's that not weird your traditional smell? English. No, that weird smell that you were talking about last yeah. week is in the flavor. It is. And it, it's. I, I don't like it. No, I don't like it either. And I still, I cannot put my finger on it. Like I almost feel like I want to take the tin home. And just like I did yesterday, Please, with, I'm not going to smoke it. No, either, no, no. So. I don't mean to smoke it. I I want to like fall asleep with it in bed and just sniff it to try to understand what it is. Kind of like the bottle of monkey shoulder I did yesterday. Just start to buy osmosis. <laughs> I uh, yeah. I looked at the ingredients of this, and it's not like it has. It's not like it weird. has something that we haven't experienced before. Um, I don't know if it has like. Does it have like Turkish Orientals in it? And maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like kind of. Prevalent? I have no idea. I have a Barbados plantation in my George Washington pipe, and it's good for me. And of course, Chris, if it's good for me, it's, it's good, good for good you. A hundred percent. Last week, by the way, so get your uh, get your entries in. You can uh, leave us a five on the Apple with a comment, you motherfuckers. There's a couple of people that left five stars but never commented, so we don't know who you are. We don't have the technology. It's just not available yet. It's not available. Um, or you can email us at diceandpipes at gmail.com. Um, 
I'm going to post one more picture on Instagram. I thought I was going to go like one picture a day, like just be fucking obnoxious, but I could see that just being annoying. Yeah. So I'm going to do it for the next giveaway. <laughs> fuck everybody. I'm just going to annoy everybody with pictures. Uh, I guess we'll, uh, in lieu of a toast, um, we'll just continue complaining about, or we will, we will have used the complaining of Daisy and Predator for our toast. Because um, we're starting to go a little long in the tooth. Yes. Uh, I'm just, I'm reading the, uh, yeah, 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 the description here. D- uh, um, I'll, before you read that. Yes. Does Jim Inks give a, a review? That is a very, he does. Okay. Let's hear what the. Fuck, dude. I hate reading. Oh, I'm going to fuck up. <laughs> Let me, is my die ready? Hold on. I got it. <laughs> Start with the description and then we'll move on to Jimmy Inks. All right. Here's the, uh, here's the description. Um. From Gregory Pease, quote, deep, rich, and full-flavored, gaslight burns very slowly, delivering a lingering, satisfying smoke for the true connoisseur of Latakia-based blends. The Red Virginias present a background of natural sweetness, whilst fine orientals, look, his words, not mine, all right? I like GLPs. He's a good guy. Uh, Whilst fine orientals provide just the right amount of spice, I like it best sliced thinly, rubbed out and packed loosely in smaller bowls for a satisfying, surprisingly long-lasting smoke. Easily sliced, easily rubbed out, and easily packed. And then it says, note, this is the seventh blend in the Old London series. So it's considered in English. It has Latakia, Oriental, slash Turkish, and Virginia. Maybe that's the problem, by the way. And I think I want to give this another go. I think I'm going to bring a fucking pipe next week with a small bowl. Because, you know, the author has, right. you know, quite a large bowl. I'm going to bring one with a smaller bowl and see if it changes the flavor. But like you said, that smell is in the flavor. And that flavor to me, and obviously to you, is no good. I don't, yeah. li- I don't like it. There's something about it. It gets really good reviews. It has 117 reviews. It gets 3.3 out of four stars. Can we just touch upon that really quick? Mm-hmm. When I think of rating systems. Five. I think five or ten. What the fuck is four? It's one less than five. Oh, thank you. One more than three. Yes, I know. I get that. But like, why? I don't. It I don't falls get... <laughs> somewhere between three and five. <laughs> oh my god! Not very helpful to know. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I love the mood. Uh, one hundred, one hundred and seventeen <laughs> reviews. Three point three out of four. With it being a favorite of nineteen users. Our boy Jimmy Inks with two thousand five hundred fifty reviews. This review goes back to August tenth of twenty fourteen. He gives it three out of four. Quote, a very smoky, woody, earthy, musty, sweet, Cyprian. That's probably what it is. It's a, the, the mustiness of the Cyprian Latakia. No, no, because a lot of most very of the, the earthiness. A lot of the Latakias it's have not the woodiness. Cyprian. Oh, okay. So that's not it. Uh, Cyprian Latakia Ford plug that's easily broken up with a decent knife to suit your preference. The Red Virginias are tangy sweet, and some earthiness, dark fruit, wood, and a touch of spice. They are supporting players. Ah, good. I can't wait to get to the protagonist. Yeah, who's the primary player? Wow. Who's the MVP? (laughs) I get hints of cocoa from something here, and I'm not sure what causes it based on the tin description. The Oriental Turkish offers some spice, light buttery sweetness, light sourness, earth, floralness, and wood as a secondary store. Star. So we have, I'm going to roll. We, we have a supporting player and a secondary star. 13. 
It's not your typical lat bomb, which I agree. It's not your typical lat bomb because the other components add enough complexity to keep this from being one dimensional. Oh, so that's what they're saying. They're saying that we're fucking, we're not complex We're basic enough. bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're the basic bitch. We can't fully comprehend and understand right. and appreciate this blend. It's also smoother and creamier than your average lat bomb too. Slow burning and with a slight dry time will leave just a little moisture in the bowl requires some relights, I agree with that, has a cool, clean, very consistent, sweet and savory flavor from top to bottom. The strength is a couple of rungs past the center of mild to medium. The taste is a slot, not a slut, but a slot. I like the whore <laughs> from <In> chapters. chapters. <laughs> uh, a slot past the medium threshold. The nick hit is in the center of mild to medium, won't bite, and has no dull or harsh spots, has a pleasant, lightly lingering aftertaste and stronger room note. Almost an all-day smoke. I, 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 compl I don't know. I just completely disagree. Um, and I'm trying to find one that gives a, a bad review. How great would it be if there's a one star review that just said this shit sucks? I'm, I'm thinking that the there end. should, yeah, there should be somebody out there that actually leaves reviews like that. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, there's a couple of like two stars, but. They're weird. Like, I really wanted to love this tobacco. The scent upon opening the tin was fantastic. Like, okay. Quite natural with no flavoring to get in the way. Upon lighting the first few minutes were outstanding. So far, so good. But in the end, this tobacco really came on too strong. Okay. Well, you're a pussy. The tobacco is not strong. It's, I don't know. It just has this fucking taste to it that obviously both of that were, uh, our palates don't appreciate. Correct. And we're very finely sophisticated. I think with so. With regard to our palate. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so I guess that'll be our toast, the fucking gaslight. I'm very disappointed. I was so excited to get this because I'm a big Latakia guy. I'm pretty much Latakia and uh, aromatics. And and I, I'm very excited. I was really looking to give this a chance because I'm a... Sorry. What the fuck was, did I say? That was an accident. Oh. Accidental discharge. I am a big fan of uh, GLPs. You know, I've had a few of his products and they've all been good. And I find them to be one. smug. You, this is this is a bit uh, this is a bit smug for you. Yes. Okay. And again, like I had mentioned last week, I think it was with the penny farthing. Mm. Penny farthing, I thought started off shitty, and the more I smoked it, the better I got. I, I just I don't know if I'm going to get that with this one. And whatever, GLPs makes a hundred fucking different yeah, tobacco. Listen, so you just different you, strokes for different folks. That's what I say. Yep. Didn't he end up in jail? Different strokes. Which, which one of them ended up? Arnold. No. Okay. Never mind. Oh, right. wasn't the Let's, wasn't the daughter a whore? I think she ended up becoming that, like a prostitute, right? She was like sucking dick. Florida for like, loves daddy. <laughs> Don O'Mine. <laughs> I'm getting my cultural <clears throat> shows mixed up. I think. Yeah, I think you're 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 yeah. Mm. All right. Well, um stay tuned. We have some great D D gameplay. Mm. Uh, and we will catch you whilst there you hey, go. Listen. Good, good. Yeah, whilst. I am Dungeon Master, your guide in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. Eventually, you come to like a small round room. And there's an older man pacing around at the other end of this room and yep. there's nowhere else to go 
because turning around, it just has me locked in this room with this guy. Right. I ask him, Sir, do you have a bathroom? <laughs> I gotta take a piss. This old man, uh, in very, at w- you could tell by looking at this old man, at one time, the robes that he's wearing were very nice. Okay. Now they just look like somebody who's been living underneath the city for some time. He, uh, the robes are supposed to be like white and gold, but they're muddy. Uh, and he's just holding a candelabra. And he's got a book under his other arm. So his right arm, he's holding this candelabra. And his left arm, he's holding this book. And he's just kind of pacing around, almost aimlessly. Uh, very long, dirty, scraggly gray beard. Uh, balding on the top, long, scraggly gray hair. And uh, Does and he notice me? No. I would say he's probably about 30 feet away from you. And by coincidence, I would say he hasn't actually faced you yet. He's just kind of, like, uh, anxiously, I would say, pacing around. So at, at this point, I think it's fair to say that nothing makes sense for Harrison, right? So he ends up in this area, sees the old man pacing. He turns instinctively just to kind of... Like check a six to make sure that if shit goes sideways here, that he has like uh, you know like an escape route and sees that the hall that he had come down has quickly closed. Right now it's just you, almost as if you were just you appeared in this room and there's no way out. All right, and yeah, Harrison will just kind of stand there observing the guy momentarily. So while you're staring at him, you start getting a ringing in your ears. And these distant whispers start coming to you. And you feel like the same way whenever your armor tries to communicate with you. Right. And it just keeps repeating liar. Liar. In what voice? Like, is it a man's voice, a woman's voice? It's hard to tell. It's like a whisper. But it's there. Amongst all the other whispers that are kind of disembodied, you can pick up liar, liar, liar. So Harrison will, since this is not the first time, right, that this has happened, it, he, he has like this, this fleeting feeling that like, The first thing that comes to mind, Harrison has this fleeting feeling that it's it's saying liar because Harrison is not the true traveler. Like the armor and everything is now attached to him, but it's not the person that it should be attached to. So now he almost feels like like maybe he shouldn't be wearing these gauntlets. Maybe he shouldn't be wearing these this armor. So it'll it'll kind of give him like a, a brief pause. And then it just it's continuous it's not like it's going away eventually it'll fade away okay all right all the while he's maintaining his focus on this old man and just kind of watching him i I think it's fair to say that by watching him the old man seems can can he assume that he's or can he make the assumption that he's 
a confused old man that he's just like wandering around this this room. Uh, give me insight. Sixteen. I don't know if confused. Maybe, anxious is definitely like he, he's like thumbing his fingers on the book. Uh, he's just constantly like holding the candle up, looking at the walls, pacing, maybe mumbling, but he's too far away and too quiet for you to really hear what he's mumbling. Right. So you might get confused. Regardless, one thing you definitely detect is he is not content with just sitting still. Right. And you said at the other end of this room is a door. There's no other Oh, door. there is no door. There's the only... The only other thing in this room is... So if he's in front of you, off to the left, about equidistant from you and him, is an empty bird cage. A bird cage. All right, so let me see if I can I can paint the picture. The room that we're in is about how uh, how large at this moment. It's a circular room, and it's about maybe seventy to a hundred feet in diameter. Okay, perfectly circle. It's not like oblong. Right. And the only thing that I can see, and and the only thing that's lighting this room is my torch. His no, there's torch. torches like along, like sconces along the wall. Okay, so everything is visible. Yep. In this room, and the only, the only thing that's visible in this room are him holding a torch, holding a book, and an empty birdcage. Correct. Okay. Harrison will slowly approach this gentleman with his torch extended in his right hand and the dagger drawn in his left hand, but hidden behind his back. Okay. So as he approaches this guy, he's kind of bladed to him, right? So his right shoulder is leading with the torch. Okay. Um, and maybe when he gets about 30 feet, 20 feet from the guy. Okay. He'll call out to him by saying, Hey, you. <laughs> hey, stupid. <laughs> hey, fuck face. Um, sir, is everything okay? And with a start, he kind of turns around and looks at you, and he's just kind of looking at you, puzzled for a second. Grayson, is that you? Grayson, my boy. And he eagerly starts coming towards you, not in a threatening way. Right. Uh, almost to, like, embrace. And he gets maybe, unless you put your hand out, or he gets maybe, like, f- five feet away. He kind of almost, like, skids to a stop. I just put the torch out. You know, I just kind of hold the torch between myself okay. and him so he can't, you know, yeah. close that distance. So it, it, in his approach, as he starts to get very close, and I could see his like the detail of his face more with the uh, with the light coming off of the torch. Uh, Harrison will just say, "No, not Grayson." Oh, I'm I'm sorry. You you look so much like him. I was waiting to see if he had word on Hendrick. Who are you? And he just kind of stops, and he's just kind of, like, looking past you. I don't know. 
How long have I been in here? I don't know where here is. Where are we? My home. I, yes. I, I live here. I think. Uh, I'm sorry, it's just, it's so long. That armor. Where did you get it? I just kind of, like, the cloak that I'm wearing, I just kind of, like, pull it over to, you know what I'm saying? I make that, that kind of gesture as to, almost like a, like a, like a female whose cleavage is exposed and somebody's just awkwardly staring at it. So they, they kind of, like, close up, they button right. up their jacket. Like, and trying to be subtle about it? Or, like, are you making it obvious, like, you're trying to hide this? No, 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 no. Subtle, because, again, I'm trying to, like, blind his vision with the, with the torch. So I'm trying to keep the torch out in front of me enough where, like, the, 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 the glow of the ember is enough to kind of keep his vision to the front of the torch and not what's behind the torch, which obviously is right. me. So while I do that and just kind of reposition the torch, not in his face, but between myself and his face, with my left hand, I'll draw back the dagger and start to kind of pull the cloak to, uh, to again, cover up whatever armor was, uh, was exposed. Harrison will try to deflect and say, how long have you lived here? Oh, my my whole life, my name my, my name is Exidium yes Exidium is my name have you heard from my children? your children? yes, I, it's been so long and I'm so weak without them what is your name? As he's saying, what is your name? I kind of cut him off. Your children, I say again. Who are they? What do they look like? Maybe I've seen them on my on my journey to your home. Oh, my children. Three children I have. Artema? Artema is one of my children. Thedoso. He's the oldest of my children. Ah, and Igdom. So clever, Igdom. Have you seen them? I haven't, but perhaps I can help you find them. Oh, I would really appreciate it. I'm so weak without them. But you still look so familiar to me, like my old friend. You even dress the same. Where is Citadel? I'm sorry? Do you know Citadel? One of my most loyal. He was with Grayson. Such a nice boy. Who are you? I can't remember. It's been so long. How long have you been here? I don't know. My whole life. 
But my children, they can help. We just need to find them. Yes. Yes, we need to find them. They have the answers. I, I know Artema lives somewhere close by. But where are we? How do you get out of here? This is your home? How do you eat? How do you survive? Well, I used to use the doors, but ever since my children left, I, I can't seem to find my way out. Do you know Citadel? How do you know Grayson? Grayson was my closest friend. But then, one day he just stopped visiting. And then he closed the doors, I think. Are you a prisoner? I don't feel imprisoned. I just feel so lonely and confused. Why the empty cage? And Harrison makes a gesture over to the birdcage. Oh. Yes, the cage. I used to have my, my favorite pet, but he's gone now. What happened? I don't remember. Was it a bird? Yes, it had wings. Yes. Yes, it had wings. It was so beautiful. Hmm. But I can't remember. I just feel so tired, you know? I, I wish I had something to offer you, but... I just, I feel like a whisper. And I used to be a roar. Hmm. Maybe you wrote it all down in that book that you're clenching under your arm. Oh, this is Grayson's book, yes. Do you know where Grayson is? I, I don't know. Maybe the book will help us. Yes. May, may I? Yes, yes. So if he extends the book out to me, I'll, I'll reach out and take the book. Yeah. And um, the uh, the room is sufficiently lit with the torches that I could put my torch out. Like, yeah. Okay. All right. So Harrison will put the uh, he'll stomp the torch out, and he just places it down. And he looks at the the cover of the of the book. It um. It appears to be like a leather, uh, very not super thick, but like like a phone book size. Okay. Uh, as far as pages go, um, and very heavy, and it clearly is very old. Right. By the way, if we have anybody listening that's around like twenty, <laughs> they'd be like, a phone book. What, what the fuck is that? Imagine all the contacts in your whole city. Instead of going on 
Google to find the number, they were all printed out. Yes. Both <laughs> residential and commercial. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And then the, the fingers. Oh, yes. The walking nine X yellow pages. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they had the white pages, white pages and yellow pages. Very interesting. Okay. So it's an extremely old book. That's the feeling you get, yeah. All right. In fairly good condition. It right. doesn't feel delicate. It doesn't feel like it's going to turn to dust. Okay. Because I was about to say, Harrison is very gentle when he opens the... Yeah. Are there any markings on the cover? Or it's just like a leather-bound book? Uh, so it's got almost like a frame. Uh, like like a, a raised, textured frame. Okay. And the center of it looks like some kind of something you've never seen before, like some kind of almost like a reptile with wings, but like no no actual like detail, just right. like a, almost like a uh, silhouette shape. Okay. I just as I'm looking at it, I just look over to the old man and say, "Your bird?" No, I don't think so. Okay. Harrison will look up. How high are the ceilings in here? Right, like, you can't see the ceiling itself, but okay. the walls extend up at least 50, 60, maybe 70 feet before the light starts to fade. Okay. All right, Harrison opens the book. Okay. Uh, so as you flip to the pages, it is. it looks like a textbook. Lots of written words, but you don't understand any of the language. It's like to your eyes, it just looks like squiggly lines and shapes and almost like hieroglyphics. All right. All right. He'll put the uh, the goggles on. Okay. So as you put the goggles on, the squiggly lines and shapes almost start to blend together, and they almost like the ink almost becomes fluid. And almost starts swirling on the pages. Give me an intelligence saving throw. With a DC of 10. Twenty. So you almost feel like a zap in your mind. Uh no new dog for me, by the way. Is that a good thing or probably a good thing, right? Eh, I would I I'll tell her that's a good thing, but we came home with a baby German Shepherd. Yeah, you'd be okay with I, that. Yeah, I probably. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, ah, you and me both. Uh, so you feel like a shock in your brain, uh, but you're able to kind of stave it off. And the ink, when it stops swirling, it kind of resumes its positions on the page. Maybe the way it was before, maybe not. It was so densely written, it's hard for you to really tell. But eventually, the ink stops doing whatever it was doing. To the point where I still can't read. Right. Would you leave the goggles on, you think, when you were done looking at this book? Probably not. Okay. Would you look at... So, like, you would look at the book and then take the goggles off and look around? So, here, here's like the way I see him. 
I see he hands me the book. I'm still facing him. I, I look at the book. I see that it's in a language that I can't comprehend. Um, of course, instead of just asking him the simple question, hey, what language is this in? Or what does this book say? He reaches into the backpack. He removes the goggles. He places the goggles on. He starts thumbing through the pages. He gets the zap. The letters start to move, but then ultimately go back to the way that they were. Maybe he'll just turn a couple more pages to see if anything comes out of that. And if not, he'll close the book. And um, he'll remove the glasses and, you know, put them back. When you remove the goggles, as you're kind of like pulling them off your face, for a brief second, you notice that the lenses are no longer clear. The lenses aren't clear. Now, when you say for a brief second... Uh, unless you stop. Like, oh, you no, know, I think that would okay. catch my eye. Uh, were both the lenses in, would you say? Yeah, because after I used those charges, I put both of the, okay. uh, the lenses back in. Now they are both red, like a red tint to them. Did my book help you, sir? It, not directing this at him, but I think Harrison would just... I think Harrison would see that and it would catch his eye and he would stare at it and just say, strange. Did it help you? It, it, that kind of puts him back to reality and, and looks up at this guy and says, I don't know. Do you know what the book says? It's, it's my book. It's one of my books. You wrote it? I think so, yes. How many have you written? Too many to count, I fear. It's all of my knowledge. A gift. A gift? Originally for who? It originally was for my friend Grayson. I gave him many gifts. Such a good friend. I gave him my knowledge. Citadel? What language is this? I think it's mine. But I don't remember. When was the last time you saw this Citadel? It seems like only yesterday, but it must have been a long time ago. I could barely remember what he looks like. He's very big and strong, and very brave. So at this point, I picture Harrison kind of getting lost in this dialogue. And, um... You know, thinking that... He says brave, and I think brave becomes like almost like a trigger word for him. Um, for, like, his children. And he'll, he'll kind of crack, he'll kind of, like, let down this, this facade that he doesn't know who Citadel is, and he'll agree with him. He'll say, yes, he is very brave. Oh, you know him. Uh, yes, yes, I do. I do know Citadel. Is he okay? 
He is fine. Did you make him? I was there when he was made. But I didn't make him myself. I just gave him the spark. Is that the spark of divinity that Nancy Pelosi talks about? <laughs> no. You just have to climb the mountains and look into your heart and soul. Visualize. <clears throat> so Harrison still has the uh, the goggles in his hand, and he'll he'll kind of hold them out and say, "Did you make these?" Oh no, no, I didn't. No. Grayson's wife. Yes. I think Grayson's wife made those. Who is she? Someone that was very good at talking to me. She introduced Grayson to me. Harrison will walk around the room just to kind of explore the room. Okay. Like he'll walk over towards the bird cage just to take a look. He wants to see if while this guy's talking, if there's truly like no way out of here. Give me investigation. 17. So uh, the room is barren except for this bird cage. And if, if you were to examine the bird cage, the cage itself seems like a regular bird cage. Nothing really fantastic about it. <coughs> Even the metal it's made out of is very, like, maybe iron or, like, a thin steel. And the pedestal that it's on and the the pole, I guess, that it sits upon, mm. you do discover a lever. Small, not with your fingers necessarily, but a thin lever that you can pull up or down, and it's in the up position. I call the old man over. Ah, yes. Do you see this? Yes. Have you ever manipulated it? I don't remember. Should we try? Please. You're my guest. All right, so Harrison throws the lever. So when you pull the lever to the down position, you hear a click, and the floor in the center of the room slides open, and has like a shallow recess in it. Shallow like a foot down, like it's just yeah. like a step. Yeah. Okay. So Harrison walks over to it. How big of an opening is it? It's maybe like six feet long by like three feet wide. Oh, okay. So small. Okay. So he'll examine it. In the center is a small, um, it's, it's empty, except for a small little hole in the center. Like a square-shaped little hole in the center. It almost looks like a key, like a keyhole. Right, right. That's square. 
<clears throat> He'll look around the room. And then turn. I imagine he sees nothing that's square that would fit. So he turns to the old man and says, have you ever seen this? It's one of the doors, yes. The door? Door to where? One of Grayson's doors, I believe. How is it opened? Where's the key? Oh, right here. And he hands you the candlestick that he's holding, the, the candelabra. All right, Harrison, I'll take it from him. Before you open the door, I should warn you that when you open this door, I think it opens all the doors. And here we go. <laughs> Might have a big delivery. That's what they said? Nobody likes you. <laughs> okay. Honk, 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 honk. What a horrible horn. <laughs> can't, can't be bothered to get out. Just terrified of the dog. You know what's crazy? Microsoft. Apple. Google and Amazon, the four big tech companies. MAGA. What? Microsoft, Apple, oh. Google, and Amazon. <laughs> Trump pointed that out to Fox News, that they're MAGA. That's weird. I wouldn't get in bed with them. That's a fucking bad move if he tries to. Yeah. I think he's just trying to trigger everybody. Yeah. Yeah. He's just going to make everybody lose their minds. <clears throat> okay. So I'm sorry, he was saying, before you open the door. If, if you open this door, I think it opens all of them. And that's bad? I don't remember. Do you remember what's behind the door? I never went through the doors. I just stayed here, waiting for my friend. Well, maybe this is your way of getting out. Maybe. In all the years, you've never... You've never tried to leave? No, I quite like it here. And he just kind of like starts looking around the room and he puts his arms out. He's like, I have everything I could ever need right here. Harrison is like beyond confused. Because he looks around the room and all he sees is stone walls and an empty birdcage. It's like, this guy's fucking crazy. Um, are you familiar with Lake Debrin? Can't say that I am. Is it nice? It's beautiful. So at first, Harrison thinks, holy, how long has this fucking guy been down here? But then it dawns on him that he is also a senile old man. 
So, probably the best way to gauge how old this guy is. So, Harrison will take the candelabra. And I don't like that look <laughs> on your face. Well, in for penny and for pound. He'll take the candelabra and he places As it. As you go to place it down, a voice stops you. <clears throat> Whatever you do, don't do that. A very familiar voice. And if you were to look up, you would see three women walking towards you. Oh my goodness. Where did that oh. come from? Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> what a terrible movie. I didn't see it. Dr. Doolittle? Yeah, I didn't see it. Eddie Murphy and Eddie oh, Murphy God. and Eddie Murphy and Eddie Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the, the only movie... Oh, yes? Fuck, dude. Excuse me. Pardon me. I'm 17. Um, the only movie that he did that kind of a bit that coming went over well for me was Coming to America. Yeah. You know, that was it. Outside of that, dude, they should have fucking, they should have ended that. Yes. You know. Every movie he's in. Is terrible. <laughs> Every yes. movie that he's in post coming to America has been, I think, awful. No, what about uh, uh, mm -hmm. The Vampire in Brooklyn or whatever? Yep, terrible. Keep going. I think the only movies that he's done that were good were obviously his stand-up routines, like Raw. Mm -hmm. um, Beverly Hills Cop. Great movie. Beverly I, Hills Cop 2. I, I enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. The whole Beverly Hills series I was a ah. big fan of. I like Axel Foley. Yeah. You know? I like that. Uh, what else was he in? That, Coming to America, and that was pretty much his entire career. No. Yep. A Vampire in Brooklyn. No, no. Nope. Terrible. Doesn't uh, count. Oh, uh, The Nutty Professor? Yeah, terrible. Keep going. Dr. Doolittle? Nope. Awful. Was he in Flubber? Sure. No, wasn't that Robin Williams? What? Yeah, yeah. Another yeah. terrible movie. Uh, Hook? No, not a fan. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. That I was a big fan of. You fidgeting a Doubtfire. <laughs> I, I really, I enjoy that movie. Uh, what else is Eddie Murphy in? Um, okay, let me go to IMDb. I have to. I don't know. <laughs> I, mind you, uh, he was not, I don't think he was in. Uh, no, his, no, I just started naming Robin Williams movies. <laughs> Mork and Mindy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember him in Mork and Mindy. Uh, let me see. IMDb. Uh, let's see. He was in, uh, oh, Mr. Uh, Pluto Nash. I'm sorry. Pluto Nash, a great movie. Nope. An what? institution in American film. Wasn't he in Blade? Mm. I think he was Blade. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, let's see here. Oh, dude, <laughs> Golden Child. That that was a good fucking movie. Okay. I like that movie. Um, Coming to America, Harlem Nights, uh, 48 Hours with your boy, Nick Nolte. Oh, great. Okay, that was pretty good. That was a good one. Um, Boomerang, this is where it starts to go downhill. The Distinguished Gentleman. Ooh. Vampire in Brooklyn. The Nutty Professor. Metro. Mul- oh, he was in Mulan. Oh, uh, Demolition Man. Yeah, yeah, I remember him in that. He he actually did really well alongside uh, what Dolph Lundgren, right? Yes. Uh, okay, I'm in all seriousness. He has one white of the- men can't jump. New Jack City. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, I I thought his career was far worse, but no, you're naming some pretty solid fucking movies out there. Oh, everyone loves. Uh, Mm-hmm. Who are we talking about? Yeah, Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, yeah. He was in fucking... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Murder at 1600. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I can't think... No, of- he was in Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> Black Snake Moan. <laughs> uh, everyone knows Eddie Murphy's yes. famous line, I'm sick of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane, yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> you know, he actually has one of the funnier voiceovers or one of the better voiceover characters in an animated movie because he plays Donkey and Shrek. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's, that's actually, true. that's pretty funny. That, that's pretty good. Um, yep. He also plays... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Is it time to wrap this up? <laughs> All right. To, uh, uh, to Eddie Murphy. Fucking like a bull, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put start listening at like 40 minutes. Uh, two GLPs. Oh, God. Um, yeah, off to the next blend. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens, but off to the next blend. I, I refuse to smoke gasoline. To Jimmy Inks. Another fantastic review pulled from his expansive database. Two dice. And pipes. 